We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, everybody? Welcome in to the Backliners Podcast. Agro and Barracuda, as per usual. Uh, hey there, Barry. Check. Hey, our audio's audio working check. today. Yeah, Let's we're go. good. We've got no, audio perfect. working for once. Um... That is why, you know, we are a little late because I was just quadruple checking that the audio is going to be right, uh, which is not the case at all. Um, to be completely frank with all of That's you, even day. though only some of you are named Frank, uh, we were trying to figure out the exact bracket uh, for and we're still not sure. the Masters tournament. Now, speak for yourself, Barry, because I've got this thing basically dialed in here okay you got it Uh uh-huh i'm about to go off here we go the most important thing to remember about smite masters is that you will look really cool if you watch it through oakley sunglasses okay that's the number one thing that you've got to keep in mind because we've got our brand new sponsor oakley you get to express your style and build a look that's made for you uh and they've got not just sunglasses but some blue light glasses and all that kind of stuff uh which are great for gaming uh but if you golf train disc golf whatever it is uh or just want to look like one of your favorite athletes like mbappe uh then you need to get yourself a pair of oakley's today they're suited for everyday eyewear with frames and lenses allowing for an extension of self an expression of your personality there is much more than meets the eye. And it's all about look good, play good. And here's the thing about how if you're rooting for your favorite team and you aren't looking good, they aren't going to play good. And it will ultimately be your fault that your favorite players don't succeed. Uh, and that's something that you should internalize and do whatever it takes to uh, avoid. Um, there's a lot of responsibility on your shoulders is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So that's why Oakley is the right idea to, to go with here. Um, they even offer prism lens technology. Uh, what the hell is that, you ask? That says mandatory before it says that, so I have to swear on every episode. <laughs> That's not an option for me. It's a proprietary technology to Oakley and available for everyday settings as well. If you want to know more, and I know you do, head on over to oakley.com and do your own research on that. And while you're there, get yourself a pair of everyday glasses that'll be sure to change your look for the better. When you wear Oakley, there really is more than meets the eye. Don't trust me. Try it for yourself. I've worn a lot of sunglasses brands in my life, and I can assure you Oakley is not only the best looking, but the best quality out there. Head on over to oakley.com for more information today. Uh, okay. We've got it locked down. So the way the seating works for the the Path to Masters qualifier, mm-hmm. uh, the Path to Masters playoffs is what it's officially called in the article here, is you we look at 
the finish in the divisions. And then mm-hmm. you take... So the top two teams, uh, the, the Highland Ravens and the Oni Warriors, they don't have to play at all. You guys nope. don't have to play at all, Barry. Uh, not like, for two weeks, three weeks? Yeah, not until June June 15th. You got a ways to go until then. Um, I guess before we get into this tournament, I was going to ask, but this seems like a reasonable spot to ask it. How big of an advantage do you think getting to watch this whole this whole event is going to be? Uh, pretty big. I would assume that teams have been working on at least slightly different strategies than they were utilizing um, before, but... I mean, I know there's going to be a patch coming out before Masters, so kind of beneficial, kind of not beneficial, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll uh, it'll certainly be shaking things up a little bit. Um, I mean, I'm just more excited to just, like, put my feet up and watch than, like, learn anything, I would mm-hmm. say. It's, I've always just enjoyed watching Smite tournaments, uh, especially because I think all these matches are best of fives, and we haven't seen any best of fives this year outside of Worlds. Yep. Um, actually, wait, no. Maybe we did for the qualif- or the play-in tournament at the very beginning? We did, we did, yeah, at the play-in tournament. But it's, it's a different time now, you know, so those yep. don't really count. Um, so we're going to see how teams have adjusted, because I think this is a pretty important team, or a pretty important tournament for a lot of teams... Mentals, I think, uh, I would say Dragons, probably. Dragons and Leviathans, I think, have the most to prove here. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't expect Glads to do much. Maybe they go off, but I think the Order Division will be playing a lot better than Chaos. Yeah, I mean, the Order Division has certainly looked very competitive uh, with you guys winning it and then three, five, and five teams beneath you um mm-hmm. so it'll it'll be very interesting that's that's a good that's a good like story thread to follow is which division ends up being the stronger one uh i think will be fun will be a fun new thread that we haven't ever followed before uh mm-hmm. you know reminiscent of regions but obviously not nearly as intense of differences but uh yeah i'm not gonna lie i am cheering more often for the people in the order division interesting (laughs) i don't know why it's just more fun did you scrim teams more uh, like did 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 the division setup influence your scrim part like who you were scrimming with at all i imagine Uh, just because you were playing division teams more often it kind of did Yes and no. Uh, it was kind of just the same as normal SPL, where you're not scrimming any team that you're playing that weekend, the week up to it. But outside of that, like you're still gonna scrim. Uh, like if we play Kings, like the next Friday, we're still gonna scrim them like the Wednesday or Thursday of the week before, or like mm-hmm. two weeks before. Right. Um. So it doesn't really matter too much. I mean, obviously, it it just eliminates those teams from scrimming more often. But it's not like a um. Not like a big decision of, oh, we can't ever scrim Hounds because we're, we're going to play them twice. Sure, sure. But you're still an Order Division fanboy is what I'm hearing. Oh, yeah, of course. Of okay. course. Go yeah, I'm, I'm a big Coast fan. I want that guy to pop off. And he very well might uh, at this tournament. So, uh, as we were saying before, the way the seeding is determined, so the top two teams in each division, or the top team in each division, the, the Ravens in Order, the Warriors in Chaos, they don't have to play in this event at all. They are waiting at the actual smite masters event which starts on june 15th on thursday uh june 1st so that's this week this thursday 
the path to Masters begins. And that is with SPL teams uh, that did not auto-qualify. So the seeds are effectively... No, that's uh, that's the appropriate response. The (laughs) seeds are effectively three through eight because one and two have already qualified two masters and the way these seeds are determined is you take the number two seeds in each division so in this case it was the kings and leviathans and you look at their really head to head yeah yeah head to head record against one another not their plus minus not their overall record but how they played against one another which does mean that your out of division matches carry more weight uh this way and i don't know if it was framed that way on the broadcasts at all but now that I am reading this uh, article and understanding this format, uh, it <laughs> now seems... that I have also understood that, by the way, right now, <laughs> I that, did not know. now that we have done a very baseline amount of looking <laughs> into this, uh, it seems kind of weird, but I kind of like it. Mm-hmm. Like you know, obviously, overall record, it, it would be an easy way to do it, and not nec- and not a bad way by any means, but it does make those out of like it means your games against random teams throughout the phase have a little bit of extra weight um mm-hmm. and that's cool i like that uh and now barry you're gonna be sweating whenever you're playing chaos division teams next phase if this is also mm-hmm. a thing for fall playoffs which i imagine it would be yeah hopefully hopefully we keep the same divisions yeah i wonder have they uh i assume that you would keep the same divisions right well, I mean, if I didn't know how this tournament's working, I surely do not know when we're going to redraft divisions after That is fair. Yeah, that is uh, that is absolutely fair. Okay, so here are your seeds, because we did, again, a very baseline amount of research in order to bring this to you. Uh, the Kings are the three seed. They defeated the Leviathans in their head-to-head as a number two seed. So it's Kings three, Leviathans four. Then it's Dragons and Styx Ferrymen. Styx Ferrymen won that head-to-head. So the Styx Ferrymen are your fifth seed. The Dragons are the sixth seed. And then Hounds and Glads, Hounds won that head-to-head. So it is Hounds 7, Glads 8. That is... Order Supremacy. Order Supremacy. They won all of their head-to-heads up against the Chaos Division. Except for the number one seeds. But you knew that, Barry. And you you knew it didn't matter. That's why we didn't go for it. (laughs) Ah. Well, yeah, you didn't want to, you know, just, just, yeah, of uh, course. it would be embarrassing for the chaos division if you swept. Exactly. Exactly. Way. Very kind of you to think that way. Thank uh, you. so on Thursday, you've got SPL six versus SPL seven to kick it off. And that would mean it is the dragons versus the hounds, uh, coast getting a chance to pop off early. I saw Mike's title was that Dardes is in NA. He is here, mm-hmm. uh, for this event. Um, how what is your prediction on how that match will go i think that's how we should do this event let's just let's just actually predict it yeah sure um i feel like hounds have the upper hand against dragons uh i also feel like dragons have the upper hand against dragons right now um (laughs) how do you mean by that i feel like they're just not meshing yet unfortunately um I feel like a lot of their plays seem like they're on different pages, not working cohesively as a team. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of situations, unless Mike is like making a ton of room and then their backline is free casting. Um, I think Nika is playing really well. I think Lass is playing decently. Um, I feel like Lass is having a bit of a hard time 
meshing so far with their playstyle. I think it, I feel like it kind of got worse as the split went on. I'm not sure if they got not like frustrated, but frustrated like their standings or frustrated at the game state that they were given. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just seemed that they got worse. I think as the as it went on, um, and I think hounds have kind of been really hit or miss. Not not hit or miss, like they're playing like really poorly. Um, but I do think there's different versions of hounds that are showing up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it is way more hit than miss lately. Um, sure. And I think that Coast and Benny have been playing really well together in the back line. Uh, I think Oath kind of like silenced a lot of the haters, including myself, of him just not having like great performances when it counts. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this whole year he's had good performances, which is really good for his mental. Um, yeah, I think I think there's, I think it will be Hounds like at least three one, maybe three zero. Wow! All right, I'm actually writing these down so that we have them on paper. Uh, sure. I'll give you Hounds three one, uh, maybe three zero in parentheses here for you. Um, I I don't disagree with anything you've said. And the Hounds have played well in their LAN opportunities, but it's typically been against lower tier competition. It's been performing well at things like SPL qualifiers um, and SEC tournaments for a lot of these guys. And they can only play the teams that are put in front of them, right? It's not super fair to hold that Mm -hmm. against them. Um, But I also think that there is something to playing against someone with significantly more land experience than you. Uh, if everyone's coming in at a at an equal level of land experience or, you know, relatively low, all things considered, that's one thing. Few players have more land experience uh, than a guy like Mike. Um, you know, Coast has plenty of land experience, and Neon Kerm in chat said that he thinks that Coast and Quig will be an NA. Um which would obviously oh, really? be huge. Uh, I don't, that is not uh, confirmed, but that's the oh, rumor. Yeah, I don't uh, know I don't why know. I said that to you. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, the ball. But Neon's yeah. a trustworthy enough guy, and you know, I'm yeah. assuming that he wouldn't say that unless he heard it somewhere. So here's hoping that that's the case. Um, mm-hmm. This is my last... This is me going out on the, on the dragon's limb for the final time. If I get burnt here... It's the last straw for me. And we're going to the old uh, the old Oni Warriors Doomer uh, that we were last year mm-hmm. uh, for me. I'm going to go Dragons 3-1, and I've never felt less confident wow. in a prediction. Never. This is the last... This wow. is This is me... Sending my sending my hopes and dreams on the on the ship, pushing it out to sea, and seeing if it sinks. Uh, but I don't know. Like, surely, surely they are gonna step up. And it's not even about Dardes being here or anything like that. It's just like this group has to work eventually, or they won't work at all. Uh, and I don't see a reason that is how why it works. <laughs> right. It sure. why can't it be right now that they start to work you know what i mean that's 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 the way i'm looking at it what a terrible thing to hang my hat on here uh but that's what i'm going with i don't know my my head's let me put it this way my head 
says hounds. Oh. My gut says dragons. But I think I've been my gut's been wrong too often. Well, these, yeah, what if they get sets. reverse swept again? Like you're you're done then, right? Like y- yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. I mean, on paper, I feel like the squad should be so much better than they are. They're just not. Like, they just haven't meshed yet. And I don't think the two weeks between the spring split ending and the path to Masters, I don't think that they're going to magically start playing better together. Unless it is truly just a uh, Dardes ping diff and we're all just fools for not believing in them mm. but i yeah I, I i mean i feel like their drafts aren't great i feel like their cohesiveness isn't great um i feel like mike on the healers hasn't looked great either um mm. they're just trying a lot of different things that in my opinion don't really fit their identity it's kind of like they're just kind of trying to match the um the meta instead of playing their own stuff i think if they start playing their own stuff and kind of like four starters on his characters put last on like specific picks in jungle mm-hmm. um, i feel like they can beat hounds but we'll see we'll see how it goes yeah uh i definitely agree with all of that uh neon in chat by the way says that he's wrong coast is hoping to be an na after playoffs so mm-hmm. uh Hopefully that will be soon after uh, at the latest um, there for Coast. Uh, the second big matchup on Thursday is going to be me versus my lunch decision. And if only I had factor meals uh, in my house to make that decision far, far easier. Look, during the prime spring, spring season, you need wholesome, convenient meals to energize you for warmer, more active days and to keep you on track for reaching your goals. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast with ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and tackle everything on your to-do list. Uh, I tried to make lunch the other day, and I like went downstairs, and I was like, okay, I'm not gonna like order any food. I'm not gonna just eat like chips and salsa for lunch, which is a classic really? for me. I'm a big chips and salsa for lunch kind of guy. Uh, and it's mostly because I'm very lazy. Mm-hmm. And I looked around and I was like, yeah, I'm not making anything. Uh, <laughs> and then I had chips and salsa for lunch. I really could have used one of Factor's dozens of options uh, for lunch right there. Maybe something calorie conscious I could have gone for, you know, trying mm-hmm. to watch my figure before the summer. They have delicious dietitian approved calorie smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving. If I needed an extra boost of energy to support my wellness goals this spring, I could have tried Protein Plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. And if I was looking for vegan, keto, calorie smart, Protein Plus, a variety of other things, uh, they've got a bunch of meals prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians, they have all the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long while meeting your goals. Thirty Over 34 chef-prepared, dietitian-approved weekly options. So there's always something new to try. So if any of that sounds good to you, and I know it does, uh, because, and here's the kicker, you don't have to clean up afterwards. There's no dishes or anything like that. Until they invent auto-cleaning dishes uh, 
you might as well get Factor. That's basically mm-hmm. the, the pitch here. Head to factormeals.com slash backliners50 and use code backliners50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code backliners 50 at factormeals.com slash backliners50 to get 50% off your first box. Big shout out. Yeah, that ad got me hungry. Two factor. I know, I'm actually hungry too. Oh my goodness. I'm um, starving. Okay, second matchup Ooh. is SPL5 versus SPL8. That is a Stitch Ferryman up against the Gilded the Gladiators. Uh, give me your give me your predictions here, Barry. What do you got? Yeah, I think as the uh, as the phase went on, I think Ferry got better and better. I still don't think they're at their critical mass yet, but I do think that they are meshing very well together. And Glads, I think, have looked like by far the weakest team. Uh, maybe Dragon's kind of like nudging with them a little bit, uh, but I do think Glad's kind of have a little bit of a spacer between them and uh, Dragon, so I think this will be a very easy, quick 3-0 by Fairy. Yeah, I've got the Ferryman 3-0 as well. Um, this was a team that I expected to win the kickoff tournament. Uh, I have been very high on this team. I will continue to stay very high on this team until they force me to choose otherwise. They've made me think about that a couple times during this <laughs> year. Uh, but you put, dude, I don't know, man. You just put an Aurora-led team in a playoff environment, they perform. They mm-hmm. do not lose games to themselves very often. I can think of one set where I felt like an Aurora team underperformed uh, at Worlds, which, you know, they, maybe his teams have underperformed historically in, you know, spring events, and I just don't have the brain space to remember all of those. But season six Worlds on Splice, I thought was the only Worlds where a, an Aurora team did less than I mm-hmm. expected. Um, and I don't even think that, you know, that what they lost to SK who went on to win worlds that year. Uh, yep. so yeah, I'm just, uh, an Aurora truther. Um, and yeah, Ferryman 3-0 glads still have some stuff to, to prove, but they are getting there. Um, I could see three, one, but I'm sticking three. Oh is, uh, yeah. is my expectation. Funnily enough, if they were against Kings, I would be betting on glads. <laughs> I mean, Kings have looked pretty rough. As of there late. is something about Bobby just uh, yep goes off when he plays against Kings. Yep, that is how it be sometimes. So then we've got uh, the Kings up against the minor, the winner, the minner, the winner of match one. Uh, Hounds, which would be no, that would be uh, Hounds for you, Dragons for me. Um, oh yeah, because you yeah you went Dragons. So you've got Kings versus Hounds. Uh, mm-hmm. How are you feeling about that matchup? Uh, I feel like Kings will be playing better than they played most recently against Hounds. I want to say Hounds two owed them recently. I don't know if I. That does kind of sound right to me. Yeah, yeah. Hounds two yes. owed them on uh, May twentieth. Mm-hmm. Um. But I feel like Kings will be playing better on game day. Honestly, I might be trolling here. I'm going Hounds 3-2. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. You are such a Coast fanboy. I am. I. You can't stop me from being a Coast <laughs> fan. You can't stop me. Nothing I can do, huh? 
Yeah, I mean, the Kings have looked really unimpressive recently. Yeah, okay, very hit or miss for them. Let's be very clear about how unimpressive they have looked. <laughs> but surely they don't just absolutely run it at I this mean, event. Twigs There's money on the line. Twigs had some days. Harry's had some days. The only one Harry's I feel like had a day like every day. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the only one who has not had days is Big Man. Like Big Man is like th- their backline. Like Big Man and Yark, pristine. Mm-hmm. Frontline w- remains to be seen. Uh, a little crazy. Wow, you've got the Hounds beating the Kings. See, I've got the Kings winning this set. But I don't know why. After all things I, I just mean, said. But again, this is like a, this is a gut one that I'm listening to again. I'm just going gut here. I'm going Kings three I, one against Dragons. Against Dragons. Yeah, I'm going wow. three one. Yeah, I'm going three wow. one. Yeah, that is. And those are going to be four ugly games for the record. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are whoever's on the cast for that set. Bring water. Uh, <laughs> It's going to be long, and it's going to be messy. Uh, that's my guess. Um, but, I'm again, I'm not, maybe never felt less confident in my predictions for an event as I do with this one, which is fun in a way. Um, all right, then it's the Leviathans up against the winner of match two. We both Harry. have that as the Ferryman. Uh, that's a spicy set, in my opinion. Yeah. I... I mean, Leviathans have looked pretty lackluster. Agreed. Um, just kind of the entire phase. Uh, I don't think Shinto arriving has done much for them, if I remember correctly. And I think their most recent set, the Jade Leviathan set, I'm pretty sure that was like a really bad set from both teams. Yep. I think, if That's, I remember correctly. I I agree. And I think Leviathan's their strongest point is macro, and I don't think macro is that important right now in this meta. Um, and I do think Fairy have picked up the pace of their game a little bit. But I I do think Steve has been playing really well lately. I think it's kind of their front line not meshing yet, in my opinion. I don't think Leviathan's front line is playing necessarily bad, but I don't think that they're meshing together yet. Um... I I have more confidence in Ferryman for this set than I do have for Leviathans, and I I want to say three one or three two Fairy because I do think Leviathans on game day will show up, but I'm not confident enough in them showing up enough to win the whole set. Yeah. Okay. So you're on three one Ferryman. Yeah, three one three two Fairy. I'm not sure which one, um, but I, I think Fairy are gonna win the set overall. Yeah, I definitely have Ferryman winning this set. Um, and looking through the season results for the Leviathans does not paint me with a very confident picture for them because they won three sets uh, this phase. Two of those were against the Gilded Gladiators. Those were their only oh. 2-0 victories. And their only other win was against the Jay Dragons 2-1 uh, at the beginning of May. And then they lost wow. the Dragons 2-1 to end the phase. Um, when your wins are only against the gladiators and then splitting with the dragons, that does not bode well, uh, based on how 
the Dragons have played, and based on how a lot of other teams have played too, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of teams have looked really, really vulnerable uh, and made a lot of mistakes. And the Leviathans have been unable to capitalize on. Now, it is also worth noting that they did take a game off the Warriors, um, which not a lot of teams managed to do. So they deserve some credit uh, in that sense. But I don't know. I mean, it it has not been a strong phase for the Leviathans. Uh, mm-hmm. They actually took a game off the, the Warriors, both of their sets. I knew that they had played twice because they're in the same division. So they lost to the Warriors 2-1. A lot of three-game sets for the Leviathans. That makes me think that they aren't going to get swept in this series. Uh, but I do think they're going to lose 3-1. Um, we agree. We agree. So if we're wrong, we're both nice. wrong on that one. And I'm happy with that. Um, all right. So then it is a double elimination bracket. So we go to the loser of match two, which you and I both have as the gladiators up against the loser of match three, which you and I would differ on. You have Kings. I have the dragons. So it would be, uh, Oh, it's King's Glads? Dude, that could be... That's the spicy one. Uh, That's actually spicy for me. Alright, so for you, if it's Glads Kings, are you gonna actually do it? Are you gonna have the Kings getting O2'd in this set? (laughs) Like, in this this event? No, I don't think I will. Uh, I'll go 3-2 Kings. Okay. 3-2... I mean, Bobby plays different against the Kings. Yeah, that is true. It depends on Twig and Kirmi, I think, in this set. Yes, I would agree with that. The jungle matchup is going to be big in that one. Uh, I think Kings is basically whole term. It depends on Twig. Mm. Um, I think Twig has been really, I won't say inconsistent, but he's had a lot of uh, crazy games yeah. lately. Um and when your jungler is having a crazy game, kind of makes it a little difficult to win. Um, not to say that the rest of them haven't made mistakes, but I think Twig uh, has had a lot of uh, weird games. I'll say. I think that's a fair assessment. And jungle is a pretty rules. important role. Some would say the most important. Um, I would. Uh, that has been the best role in the game for checks. Watch for how long Smite's been out. That long, because uh, <laughs> jungle is OP. Yep. Um, boy, this is a tough one. Glad's dragons. Glad's, Glad's dragons. Yeah. Yeah, Glad's dragons. I mean, again, if the dragons lose that set, all hope is lost. Uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, like, can we? Unless they are the gods of the next meta, you know. I guess that's mm-hmm. the the multi season structure does favor teams that struggle uh, in a way. Because it gives well, them this... more opportunities to reinvent themselves. Oh, you mean like, okay, yeah, I got you. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go Dragons. I'm going to go Dragons 3-0. Uh, I'm predicting a rough event for my good old pals, the Glads. Uh, I hope it isn't the case. Um, love a lot of the dudes on that team. But I have not been quite convinced that Mm -hmm. they are able to really put pressure on even the mid-level teams consistently i will say 
if the jungle matchup is heavily in the Glad's favor, and I really think it could be. I'm a huge Lasbra stan. I thought that Same. he was one of the best junglers in the world over the last few years. I think this has been his worst year in a long time. Uh, if And Kirmi is obviously a beast uh, in the jungle for the Gladiators. If Kirmi absolutely gaps Lasbra, the, the Glads can win this set. Um, and that doesn't mean like out carrying him. It oftentimes for these two teams kind of means something the opposite of that. Uh, where both of these junglers can play a lot of different styles. Um, mm -hmm. But I don't think that that will happen to the degree that will be required to win the set for the Glads. Um, but if they do yeah, win, that's their path to victory. Um, okay. Then match six would be the loser of match one. That would be, uh, for me. Oh wait, is that right? That's we have dragons. This I think for me. Yeah. Dragons for you. Hounds for me. Um, versus the loser of match four, which we both have as Leviathan. So, uh, hounds versus Levi's who you got. Oh, wait, I thought it was Dragons for me. Oh, yeah, Dragons. Sorry, yeah, Dragons. Dragons, Levi's, who you got? Uh, Honestly, I'm going Levi's, I think. Mm. I go Levi's 3-1. Um, I feel like Levi's would be a little bit more cohesive on game day, hopefully, and I don't think Dragons can miraculously fix their cohesion. Not saying Leviathans can, but I think Leviathans will have a bit more cohesion. Yeah, that, and to refresh people on what is at stake here, if you are one of the first, what, two teams out? I think it's the the bottom two teams, yeah, will be placed in the Smite Summer Masters prelims where they, will need, where they will need to compete against top SEC teams to secure their seats in the, the Summer Masters quarterfinals. So they aren't over, uh, they aren't done for, but... It, it, it will be a significant mental blow, uh, mm -hmm. I think, would be would be fair to say. Um, so, we've got both the... We both have the Glads dropping out, bottom two. That means that you have the, the Dragons dropping out immediately. Wow, that, this, tough, this tournament's going to be tough, man. Wait, what was your, what was your set score that you said? Uh, Through one. 3-1. Yeah, I'm just... I I really want to be a Dragon's Believer. I'm just not right now. I don't blame they you. Would, they would need a very strong tournament uh, for the Path to Masters for me to start being a Dragon's Believer. Um, which feels kind of crazy to say, but it's, it's just a lot of cohesion problems, I think, for that team right now. And I think they will be good in time, but I don't think that time is now. Yeah, that is fair. Um, <laughs> does it? Does it? Uh, does it? Man, Hounds Levi's is a tough matchup here. I think for me, um, based on my bracket, because I don't me. think either of that those teams make me. I don't know how either of those teams are going to play on a given day, uh, and I don't think they do either. Um, I think those two teams have looked really, really inconsistent. 
Bro, just say the hounds. I think I'm gonna say the hounds, right? Wow, like, nice. I feel like I kind of have to. The Leviathans. I mean, you're, you're talking about Leviathans earlier about only beating Glads and Dragons, and two of their win, two out of three of their wins are against the Glads. Feel like that's pretty important. It's gotta be right. It's gotta be pretty important. I'm looking for their head-to-head matchup uh, right now. Here it is. It was a two-zero for the Hounds. I'm trying to remember this these games off the top of my head. Always going to work really well. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, I was kind of. Oh, I remember this game. We this was the week. The week after this is the week we had Coast on the show. Because game one was really weird. They were losing, and then they won like one fight where Oath got into the back line, like insta killed Shinto Zap. Oh yeah. Uh, and then game two, Coast kind of went crazy. Uh, Oath kind of went crazy. So they got a 2-0. But it wasn't super convincing. I may be talking myself out of picking the Hounds here. You're trolling. I don't know, bro. Do you really think think that a Rongyu, Zapman, adapting Shinto, final K team is going to go 0-2 in two best of fives? Back to back. Yes. Touche? Touche? I, mean, I, I do. I, that's I, all, I do. I guess that's all I, there I is do. to it. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm going I'm going Levi's over Hounds 3-2. Again, it's well, like well, the... I did... My bracket's different than yours, so I picked Levi's beating dragons. It's true. You picked Levi's beating dragons. Uh, I'm, a, I, I'm not a Hounds hater. I'm really not. I really do have a good amount of faith in that team to perform. Yeah. What coast do to you? Nothing, man. He's a beast. <laughs> uh, I just have a hard time believing again. Uh-huh. It's, it's heart versus gut. My, or head versus like gut. My head's telling me hounds, my gut's telling me Levi's. And if I've gone with my gut, the last tw- two times I've needed to make the decision, uh, I got to stick with my gut and I'm going Levi's. I think it's just a little too early for the Hounds. They are like, they're one phase away from me saying they'd win this set comfortably. Well, I've got them top two overall, so you know. I guess you do. Yeah, I guess you do. Um, And let's get get to those. So match seven is going to be the winner of match five, which is uh, for you, the Kings, for me, the Dragons. Uh, up against the winner of match six. So for both of us, the Leviathans. Um, so hold on, let me, uh, so for me, it is, I just said it. Uh, my brain is clearly working. Leviathans uh, versus Kings. dragons. And for you, it's yeah. Kings uh, versus the Leviathans. Uh, neither of us feeling particularly, wait a minute. Now my brackets got the dragons or the Leviathans winning this, uh, winning this game. This doesn't feel right. This feels wrong. I don't. I don't feel confident in either of those teams. How did we end up here, Barrow? Why uh, how did, did you, Barrow? Why did you? did you let me do this? I'm just letting you swim out on your little dragon's boat, buddy. <laughs> I'm gonna. Uh, I need. I'm gonna need to start swimming pretty soon. <laughs> what is this? Where have I gone wrong? Okay. Well, the dragons aren't gonna lose the clads. 
Man, maybe they do need to lose to Hounds for my bracket to make any sense at all. Because if this were Hounds versus Leviathans, I'd feel like, yeah, this is working for me. Like, this this bracket <laughs> is sounding good. Nope, sticking with it. I mean, I'm already here. I, I wrote it in pen, you know? Like, I can't go back on it now. It's just so... Yeah, you really can't go back on it. Oh my god, look at Hamlet. Hammy! Alright, Hammy. <laughs> look at him. Hi, buddy. Uh, you know your name now. What, uh, what does Hamlet think? Can I talk to him real quick? Uh, he says your bracket's really bad. Yeah, I <laughs> think you're you right. He said you should feel embarrassed. Hammy, I wrote it in pen, though, you know? like He I... says scratch it out. That's so much work. No, I did no, I've gotta stick with what I said it was gonna happen. Okay, I have to. Mm -hmm. Okay. I have he says to you're wrong. I might be wrong. The chances of either of us being right entirely is like basically zero. Um mm -hmm. Well, for one of us. Well, statistically I feel like it would be the exact same <laughs> amount of potential, right? Uh but you know, that's I'm no mathematician. Um okay, mm -hmm. so match five, you have kings. I have dragons, uh, and we both have Levi's here. Um, all right, so for you, Kings versus Levi's, who's winning that one? Kings, uh, but I think it won't be great. I think it'll be a three-two. Or if it if it's anything other than a three-two, I think it will be some very messy games. Mm. Yeah, I think that there's a good chance that it's going to be messy. Uh, boy. Boy, what have you done? What have I done? <laughs> All right. I'm going Levi's. I'm going Levi's 3-2. Uh, oh, yours is the Dragons. Okay. Yeah, mine is versus the Dragons. Yeah. Um, I have no way to defend this <laughs> whatsoever. I have just found myself in an You're uncomfortable cooking. position, and I'm trying to make the best of it. Okay. Host, I literally said you guys are finishing top two. Get out of here. What it's you, true. He's been cause it's been crazy that you uh you've missed all of the absolutely uh crazy gas that you've gotten from Barracuda so far. Um We did the whole bracket and I have you guys top two. It's true. Um, now aggro's bracket this guy listen uh, i said you need to talk to this guy not me i said i'm not a hounds hater but it just didn't go your way this tournament it's according to my bracket i don't know my bracket's chalked okay it's chalked you can i might as well scratch the whole thing out i'm gonna burn my notebook just just so i don't have to look at these maybe you're right maybe you're right I'm gonna rub it in your face so bad if I'm right. Uh, Dude, I will take the L on. I will. I won't be right. By the way, that is uh, that is not how this is gonna work. So, Barra, you've got the final match is the winner of match three. That's the Hounds for you. Uh, mm -hmm. For me, that is the Kings. Um, up against the winner of match four, which we both have as a stick ferryman. Uh, so for you, uh, almost done writing it down. You've got Hounds, Ferryman. Who's winning the whole thing? Honestly? 
I know I just He's said gonna I'm doing Coast Top 2, but... Uh, I have to vote against an Aurora Cyclone team in a tournament. Uh-huh. Still go, ahead. go with my fanboy instincts. Just do it, Coast. man. You're in for a penny, in for a pound, you know? Do I just all in hounds here? What's the difference between a penny and a pound, by the way? Is that like a, is that, is that a massive difference? Like, is it just like a couple more pennies or is it like in for a penny in for 10 bucks? You know, I know a pound I've, isn't 10 bucks, but like, yeah, I've never heard that phrase before. So really? It's one of my favorite. That's, yeah. a, that's a great phrase. I've never heard that before. It's like, uh, not a Georgia saying. No, it's like, it's a, it's a English saying. It's a British saying. Um, oh. Because Wait, like a pound, like a like a like a amount of money, yeah. If you're yeah, in, yeah. It, it, it's a it's the gambler's fallacy of like, uh, or no, it's some cost fallacy where it's like, well, I've already I'm in for a penny on this bet. I might as well be in for a pound. Is like that's the that's the way it is. Wait, like a a pound is a hundred pennies. Okay, so it's a dollar. So if you're in for it, yeah, it's just if you're in for a penny, you're in for a dollar. I thought we were the only country with pennies. I think... Do they call them pennies in England? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'm... I'm just waiting for Coast to respond. Maybe other people okay. want to chatter also. There it is. Yeah, Timmy gets it. I don't even know what it means, but it's a great quote. Stop me when I'm wrong. Um... Okay, I think I'm going fairy here. They say pence. Ah, interesting. Okay. You're going ferryman? You're so scared. I think I'm going fairy three two. Over yep. the hounds. That seems right. That seems right. Interesting. So mine is I'm semi confident that versus ferryman. Semi confident. Uh, I have. Is this where the kings return to form? Maybe it is. Maybe the. The money on the line, the tournament setting, the masters looming on the horizon is what motivates the Camelot Kings uh, to win. All of a sudden, all of my confidence in the ferryman is gone. Um, and now I'm feeling like I've gotten none of my sets correct uh, so far. All right, <laughs> let's go... Let's go Kings three. Wait, so you have Hounds and Glads going out of the tournament? Uh, correct. Wow. Correct. Yep. 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 I do. Let's go Kings three, two. That's my prediction. Uh, so that means, right. so Barry, your top two, uh, in order is, uh, Ferryman and Hounds. And then bottom two is Glads and Dragons. Mm -hmm. My top two are Kings, Ferryman, and my bot two are Glads, Hounds. That's crazy. Really? You think hounds are on the same tier as glads? That is absolutely wild. <laughs> that is exactly as... what I'm saying. For sure. That yep. is crazy. Yep. 
That is, uh, I'm that just is lighting the fire underneath you. I know. No, that's all, I'm, and I'm not even taking the bait. I I'm heard you gonna... say that word for word. Yep. I'm gonna, yep. You heard it here first. Uh, <laughs> the glads and the hounds are the same, the same. Why do you hate Co so much? I just don't get it. Well, first of all, uh, let's, let me start with, um, this first thing and then move on to a bunch of other, <laughs> a bunch of other reasons. Um, I don't know. He's like, he pentakilled my boy. How about that? that hmm. I've been waiting for my moment. Wow. Uh, I'm just kidding. That was one of the greatest moments of my life. That was hilarious. Uh, it was it was so funny to watch, and I've held it over Mifflin's head consistently for years. It's given me plenty of ammo against uh, one Caleb Mifflin Sullivan. And for that, I'm actually forever grateful to, uh, to Coast for that moment. Um, well, you better act like it. Well... I will uh, send him an unsolved message, I suppose. Yeah, uh, after uh, after they lose, according to my bracket. Look, if anything, they should feel confident that they that that's how my bracket is predicted because my bracket is trash, uh, and I recognize that immediately. <laughs> so, if anything, it means that it's less likely to happen. Um, so you're so you're welcome. God, what is going to happen this week? I have no idea. Who knows? Uh, I sure don't. Um, but that's why they don't uh, pay me to know what's going to happen uh, anymore. Mm-hmm. Instead, they pay me to tell you about great sunglasses like Oakley. We're super excited to announce our new sponsor, Oakley. Express your style and build a look that's made for you. I've got some frog skins on the way, okay? if you Trust me, I'm going to be looking fly when I'm sipping on a... Nice little beverage, watching my bracket go up in flames. The, the the bright, bright light of my flaming bracket will not hurt my eyes thanks to the great prism lens technology on my frog yeah, if you're skin right, sunglasses. I'll, I'll do a Hamlet delivery for you. Yes. Oh, that if would your be bracket's right, big. I'm taking Hamlet to your house. Yes, that would be the greatest moment of my life. And I'd view it all through the beautiful prism lenses on my frog skin Oakleys. I'll be looking... Exactly uh, like Lamar Jackson, Debo Samuel, Aaron Jones, Justin Jefferson, and Mbappe. Those are my favorite athletes. They all wear Oakley. They're just like me because I also wear Oakley. There is no difference in athletic skill whatsoever Mm -hmm. uh, except for all of the athletic skill. that is. Yeah, they all eat chips and salsa for lunch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you think so? They're probably probably slamming. Okay, if they're eating like me, then they're slamming the Mm multi-grain... Uh, Tostito chips oh, alongside course. some hot salsa. That's that's what you really just need. Uh, mm-hmm. That's the thing. Uh, no, here's what we do have in common. Uh, by we, I mean me, Lamar Jackson, Debo Samuel, Aaron Jones, Justin Jefferson, and Mbappe. Uh, we all love Oakleys, and we all look great in them. And that's where our similarities basically end, and I'm very comfortable with that because uh, prior to that, I had very little um, in common with those great athletes. And now... We've got our great eyewear. Uh, what was I? Where was I? Uh, here on this show, we're all about look good, play good. And that's why Oakley is the perfect partner for us. We don't leave our house in the morning without our Oakleys. Barry will be rocking them as he's driving Hammy over to my mm-hmm. house to congratulate me on my perfect True. bracket. Uh, listen up. It's almost summer, uh, which means it's time to upgrade your sunglass game now. Head on over to oakley.com to get yourself a pair today. Like I said, I'm getting the frog skin prism sapphire polarized lenses. And you might be asking yourself, Agra, what the hell is prism lens technology? 
It's a proprietary technology to Oakley and available for everyday settings as well. If you want to know more, and I know you do, head on over to oakley.com and do your own research on that. While you're there, get yourself a pair of everyday glasses that'll be sure to change your look for the better. When you wear Oakley, there really is more than meets the eye. Don't trust me, trust or try it for yourself. I've worn a lot of sunglass brands in my life and I can assure you Oakley is not only the best looking, but the best quality out there. So head on over to oakley.com for more information today. Big shout out to Oakley for being the newest sponsor on the show. And a big shout out to all of our patrons. Uh, Patreon.com slash backliners. If you want to join the community discord, uh, that's where we get our random question of the week. And that's where I'm going right now to get Hiru's question. What is the worst retail, retail store experience that you've ever experienced, whether it be from your perspective or from another customer's perspective? Worst uh, retail store experience. Go ahead, Barry. I used, I used to go to Walmart because it was really cheap for uh, peanut butter and cat litter. And that was the only two things I would go there for. Uh-huh. Um, and then when I was leaving the store, I heard a woman yelling, like, expletives at someone else. And I was like, oh, Which ones? Cool. <laughs> uh, they were... There were some choice words that she was saying. Yeah, I'm I, asking I which, which words. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I just, I can't remember, unfortunately. Mm, mm. Um, but then as I'm walking to my car, uh, a truck flies by me and chases down a woman in the parking lot. The same and woman? I, uh, I think so. I think the woman yelling was the woman chasing the other woman uh, in a large truck. Oh. And after that, I decided probably no more Walmart for me. Uh-huh. Um, and decided that um, I don't want to get chased down by an angry person in a Walmart parking lot in a big truck. Um, no. So I've, I've uh, stopped going to Walmart, unless I'm doing a pickup order, because mm. uh, hopefully I'm safe there. Yeah, that's uh, that's fair. Um, my worst retail experience. I'm not... This might come as a surprise to some of you, um, but I am not the type to, like hang around or like chat it up with my uh with like random people uh at a store or like employees or anything like that like i'm i want to go where i'm i'm going to go get what i need to get and leave uh i'm not a huge small talk kind of guy um so i don't have that many because i just feel bad because i know that they probably hate working there because uh, i've worked in those scenarios and i hated working there uh and so i just want to like keep my head down and leave I'm, uh, surely i've seen things like what you described though where something is just going absolutely crazy uh oh yeah i think me and destiny destiny she can't hear me uh, i'm pretty sure we saw someone get arrested in a walmart once Oh, I, oh, we saw someone get arrested when we were at the airport uh, a couple weeks ago. Really? Yeah, the guy, oh. some guy was, like, yelling, getting dragged by, like, I kid you not, like, there was, like, ten cops, uh, all for this one dude who was just, like, yelling at them, uh, and it was, like, coming from outside, like, I don't know if he was, like, hanging around outside the airport or whatever. It seemed, That's uh, crazy. it seemed like they did not need that many, um cops in my estimation but i am not a cop uh so i couldn't mm. tell you for sure um but yeah i don't know something something like that i suppose sorry here i don't have a great answer to your question uh but none come to mind which is kind of good for me when you think about it uh 
Timmy Two Shots says, stolen from Dolson, but could you describe each other and your significant other in an ice cream flavor? Each other? I'm supposed to describe you? Yeah, describe me in an ice cream flavor, Barry. Vanilla. <laughs> it's a great flavor. Underappreciated. Goes with everything. No, I, I, I said that as a joke, but... Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Now that I've showed you how great vanilla can be, you're like, wait, hold on, not that, actually. What's a worse flavor? Hmm... I'm, hmm. Let me think. How would I describe you in an ice cream flavor? How would I describe Barry in an ice cream flavor? I had an initial idea, but uh, I'm I'm second guessing how to, how I want to if that's the direction I want to go with this answer. Yeah, I'm trying to. Think of ice cream flavors. Okay, I've got one. I've got one for you. I'm going okay. with this direction. My initial thought. Uh, I'm going mint chocolate chip for you, Barra. But there is a special exception here because typically, and this that's is not ice cream. Well, that's what I think too. However, uh, to me, you are not. You're you're the only good mint chocolate chip I've oh, ever okay. I've ever okay. I've ever seen. Okay. And here's why I call you. I, I say mint chocolate chip. It's a tried and true classic. It's been around, like, it is one of the premier ice cream flavors. Uh, it has staunch defenders uh, that are diehard mint chocolate chip lovers. <laughs> uh, and it has some haters out there, you know? But we don't have to pay attention to them, even if we are among them <laughs> in, this, in this particular instance. Um, but a little bit of unorthodoxy, you know? Uh, but... A great charm to it um and that's why it stands the test of time uh and that's why i said mint chocolate chip but in this but in this very clear scenario uh i love mint chocolate chip a whole lot uh so it's not like real cho mint chocolate chip which is bad because mint should only be things that you don't swallow uh gum and toothpaste uh that's what mint is good for in no other instances except for barracuda as an ice cream flavor thank you I feel like I would go like a very complicated one for you, like some like chocolate chip cookie dough with mm. like, with like some like a fruit in there. I'm not sure which fruit, and mm. then like fruit with brownie pieces too. Because I feel Ooh, like yeah, I just Added. feel like you're very complex, and Ooh. like each bite would taste a little different. Yeah, I feel like anytime I ask you something, it's going to be intense. It's right? true. Like, so I feel like each bite would have to be intense for to stack up with the amount that you care about everything in detail. Yeah, it's um, a great answer. I'm I'm a very basic ice cream. I feel, and you are the opposite ice cream of whatever I am. Is, <laughs> and I feel like you would, because like I'm more of like the take it or leave it guy, and you're like I need this paragraph to tell you about what it is that i care about it's true that's so true. yeah i feel like i feel like you'd be like two ice cream flavors with a lot of things and both combined together i like it i like it i appreciate that description i think it fits well um Thank you. how would i describe my significant other uh as an ice cream um joe cookie dough yeah, cookie dough is definitely a good one. 
I think that there'd have to be... Joe is like uh, my favorite um, little frozen treat to get at, a, at the frozen custard place near the studio. Uh, Andy's. You've been to Andy's, right? Like, that's like the spot to get a treat. Mm, I don't think so. Bro, you see, do you not see it? Like, as you drive, it's like huge. It's like so in your face when you drive by. Unless you don't take 400 and you're like coming from the other side. Uh, you gotta stop I... there, Barry. It's so good. Well, I think I have gotten... Yeah, I've had Andy's before. Not from that location, though. Oh, okay. I have uh, back in the day. Gotcha. That place, I'd never heard of it before. It went up near the studio. Uh, and it is unbelievable. Uh, frozen custard. And my favorite thing to get there uh, is vanilla custard uh, with caramel and pretzels. I've, t- I've talked about it on the show many times uh, because it's it's a perfect treat. Uh and I think that that it fits Joe well, you know. She's she's nice and uh, steady, you know. She's not gonna, uh, you know, exact you know exactly what she's gonna gonna be thinking um, in a lot of scenarios. At least I do because I've known her forever. Uh, and it's got a little bit of crunch. It's got a little bit of sweetness. It's got a little bit. It's got a little bit of everything. Uh, and it's my favorite thing. So yeah, that's uh, that's how I describe Joe. Yeah, I think I might have changed my answer to chocolate chip cookie dough, which is kind of funny because the ice cream I said you're. you're <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, come on. I mean, listen. If Destiny Night is so happened to be similar ice cream treats, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Well, it's just my favorite ice cream flavor out of all of them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I would always go back for more out of that. And yep. yeah, <laughs> never mind. I'm I'm gonna let you go on the next question. That's that's a smart call by you. <laughs> yep, real smart, real smart. Uh, Day asks, "What is the smallest hill you are willing to die on?" Which is such a dangerous question to ask me. And Percy immediately responded with a gif. Of someone using a microscope <laughs> saying me finding aggros, which is absolute heat response from Percy. And that's going to get a fire emoji reaction from me. This is uh, too broad of a question for me, unfortunately, Day. I have so many, so many minuscule hills that I'm willing to Wait, die can on. Can you describe the question? Because I feel like I don't understand. Yeah, that. what's something that is so that is very low stakes, but you feel disproportionately strongly about? Like, you feel super strongly that peanut butter should go on the bread first for, like, the top piece of your peanut butter and jelly or something like that. And you're, like, super – I'm I'm obviously going to eat a piece of – or a sandwich of PB&J where the jelly was put on the top piece. But I'm, like, upset about it secretly. I might not mention it, but, like, it's going to really grind my gears. Hmm. I don't know if I have any small hills. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I have any small hills to die on. Because mm. normally... We can I find like one hill, for sure here for you. A hill past a certain size, I feel like I just don't care about. Enough to die on it. I feel uh-huh. like I do... I, I like semi-care, but I'm not like willing to die on it, you know? But uh-huh. I guess the question is the smallest hill I'm willing to die on. Sure. Yes, that is literally um, the exact question. Let me see. Like, how, uh, how do you feel about um, the amount of blankets on your bed when you go to sleep? 
That's like a small uh, hill that I think people are willing to die on. Uh, well, for me and Destiny, we just split a blanket, so there's only there's like two blankets on our bed, one for me, one for Destiny. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like sharing a blanket is just the worst experience. Mm. It uh, is a recipe for disaster. Yeah, it's just, it's terrible. I feel like it, maybe it would be something about like a TV show. But I feel like I care more about TV shows. I would say I think The Office is bad. Yeah, that's a, a strong take. I don't know if that's a small hill, though. I wouldn't say so. But maybe. Mm, I think Mustard is really bad. Mustard is I terrible. I don't, I don't think Mustard should go on anything. I don't know if that's a small hill. I would agree with that. Oh, so okay so can i let you guys in on a secret sometimes meerkat and sam for soccer like to call me when they know i'm on the podcast to like make me look at my phone and i said i'm just gonna start answering at some point so i'm gonna ask meerkat what the smallest hill he's willing to die on is here we go hey meerkat you're on the podcast uh we're talking about the smallest hills we're willing to die on uh any thoughts on that podcast yeah you're you're going Uh, live right here yep yeah, I do the Sorry. podcast like every week, right at this time. Remember, we yeah, we have this conversation like frequently, right? Yeah, but anyways, Sam we're... needs your help, so if you could join Discord, that'd be appreciated. Well, I can't um, join Discord, Meerkat, because I'm doing the podcast as previously well, covered. Sam, do you want to join his podcast? <laughs> no, no, that's it's okay, man. If you don't want to go over the smallest hill, you're willing to he die. He says on. he could if you're down. I mean, he could, I guess, but no, we're almost at the end. I can be uh, bye. Okay, that did not go the way I wanted it to go in any way. It, just impossible to win that situation, huh? Um, okay, I'm just trying to think of some small hills that I'm willing to die on. Uh, I feel passionately um, that cereal should go in the bowl before milk. Um, and I will not hear an argument to the contrary. Uh, I feel um, other small hills that I'm willing to die on. Uh, oh, I feel passionately that the ending of shows should not determine the overall show quality. And by that I mean everyone can recognize that Game of Thrones ending was not very good. And so many people let it let then say Game of Thrones wasn't very good. And that is like just inconceivable to me. Uh, that is kind of funny because I won't watch a show if I know the ending was bad. And that's fine. You're allowed to to do that. But if you've been watching a show the whole time and enjoyed so much of it and then the ending is bad, it might leave a bad taste in your mouth. But I just think it's like, I just think it's dumb to have that ruin such a great show. It's about the destination, Barry, not the, no, it's about the journey, not the destination. I got it wrong. You gotta enjoy those things. It doesn't invalidate it. Mask, I was literally thinking of you when I was saying this. Mask is the king of this tape. Oh, no. He's the king of it. It's not... It's... (laughs) Meerkat says it ruined my life. Yeah, I agree, Sam. And it's kind of like ending your disc golf round with a bad drive, which is really... Which does stink. But then you you just gotta take a step back and think, you know what? It it isn't defined by the ending. There were a lot of great things along the way. Uh, you know, I, I actually disagree with you. Really? Yeah. I, well, I'm willing to die on this hill, so we're not. <laughs> 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 unlucky, unlucky for you, I guess. 
That's. Uh... I feel like the ending of a show is at least like seventy percent of the show. No. Like it needs to have a cohesive ending. Like I don't want to watch a whole movie, and the movie be really good, and then the ending is just like what? Like the that's ending, how we're ending of any like the, media. If I watch a movie, is more important than any than anything else. I agree. Even more important than the start, the middle, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but it doesn't. It doesn't have to ruin the whole thing. Is all is is. I kind of feel like it does actually. I think it can't. A great example in chat from Kathara. Does Arrested Development season four being just an abomination make seasons one through three bad? No. I can say season four of Arrested Development is maybe violating the Geneva Convention. It was so bad. But seasons one through three are still some of the best TV ever made. Yeah, I don't know if I have a small hill I'm willing to die on. Maybe it's this Wait, one for you, Barry. Is saying tofu is good a small hill to die on? No. I don't think so. Well, maybe. Sure. Why not? I feel like I never would have had tofu if I hadn't gone vegan. And not many people like tofu or talk about tofu. Mm-hmm. Unless you're, like, vegan. Um, and I will say I feel like tofu is actually really good. As long as you cook it and prepare it like you're giving care into it, I feel like tofu is really good and versatile in a lot of different ways. There you go. Small hill. But I feel like there's not many people like willing to fight me on that. No. I don't think I anyone like reasonably would. I feel like not many people would. have like, tried, about, or tried tofu a lot. Yeah, maybe it's that mint should only be swallowed and not, or should never be swallowed and not, uh, <laughs> like, in foods. That's, maybe that's one of mine. Um, alright, and to me two shots, wraps us up with best fictional dog. Ooh. Uh, uh, hold on. Marley. Oh, for Marley and me? Yeah, That's I cried tough, at the end of that movie. I mean, who doesn't? That's like, that is so... I mean... Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Marley's a great answer. Uh, Bud from Air Bud uh, mm-hmm. and Air Bud 2 um, and Air Bud 3 and like all the other Air Buds. Uh, Air Bud 20. Right. That definitely... It, he. I feel like he's got to rank up there. Uh, Wishbone, uh, a classic... Uh, can we agree that Clifford, like, through no fault of his own, but Clifford is not doing it for me, you know? Like, it's not his yeah. fault. He's so big. But, like, come on, you know? Like, dude, this is so annoying. You're too big. Like, yeah, get out of here, you know? Yeah, mine, mine's just Marley. That's an easy one for me. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Um, obviously, Snoopy, uh... And also Snoopy the dog. Um, the first one was the Smite player. Uh, that's the joke. Um, Scooby-Doo. Uh, no one thinks Scrappy-Doo is the best fictional dog. Yeah, there's no way. scrappy was kind of annoying, I think. Yeah, I think everyone thought Well, that. he was kind of written to be an yeah. annoying character, but yeah. Imagine being like, let's just make another dog, but make him like more annoying. And they're like, okay. And then it works. They're geniuses. That's true. They kind of got. They're kind of. They're kind of doing their thing. And Sam says, "Doug from Up." Great call. Uh, great movie. Um, I don't think I've ever seen that movie. 
Oh, you want to talk about a tearjerker? That one, that one will get you. Uh, that's all, but it's a great movie. Um, highly recommend. Yeah, you're a Disney. Remember when you were a Disney movie hater? That was like a thing for you. That was mm-hmm. a bit you were doing on the podcast. Yeah, that was my best bit ever. I think. <laughs> That would have been a good small hill for you to die on. The Disney movies all suck. That would have been you should have, you could have brought it back in that exact moment. True. Uh, yeah, that I is. Uh, like but yeah, Up is really good, and you should watch it because you don't <laughs> hate all Disney movies. Garfield mask. <laughs> oh, no. That's good stuff. Yeah, Zabumafu, really great uh, fictional dog. That's a that's a lemur from an old Disney show. We should go. Anyways, thanks for watching. <laughs> enjoy uh, enjoy the Path of Masters. We'll be back next week, and uh, I'll tell you all about how Barry brought Hammy over to my house because uh, my bracket was uh, correct or something like that. Uh, until then, we'll see you next time. Barra, you know what to do. Bye. Wow, I really wound that one up. Yeah, I mean, you were you were geared up, but it was still, you kept it in check, you know? Yeah, I thought it was coming so much sooner, and uh, it wasn't. Well, just kept building. That's how it be sometimes, you know? They don't think it'd be like it is, but it do. (laughs) Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.